Hey guys, it's Jordan. Listen, before we get to the show, I'm excited, and I've already told you guys this like five times. We have a new book called The Constitution Simplified, and we want to give it to you for free. All you got to do is click the link in this description or go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com and put in your email. We're going to send you a bunch of resources. We're excited to get it to you. But anyways, let's get to the show. We have guest Sean Stone. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. All right, guys, what is up? It is Jordan Sarmo. We got Ross the Boss in the house. And today we got a good, good and awesome guest that I'm excited to have on. Sean Stone. He is a filmmaker, producer, author, media host. And he has a new documentary out called The Best Kept Secret. Uh, Sean, it's good to have you today, man. It's a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Of course. Yeah, so this this documentary is basically about now. Correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, but basically what it's what you've done is you've taken the chunks of information that we can verify with evidence, and and basically said what in the conspiracy world actually qualifies as caring about or, or something that you should care about versus what's the nut stuff, and you basically put together the information about what they should care about, and said. Here's the stuff we have information for, and here's kind of the story that it tells. Uh, and, and basically it outlines political elite, uh, aristocrats throughout the world, uh, satanic stuff. Yeah. I'm guessing some Freemason stuff in there. Uh, uh, so anything else? Like, so just give us a broad overview real quick. T- t- Five-second overview. Yeah, Five totally. seconds. You can go Five 30 seconds. seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds? What is this, Fox? I'm just joking. I'm joking. <laughs> 30-second sound bites. No. Um, what you said is, 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 is accurate. Essentially, we're taking uh, the stories. You know, again, like people think it's difficult to know what is nut stuff because, you know, when you're talking to people and their experiences, right, there are very strange things that happen in this world. So right. a lot of things that sound crazy can be very real and true and accurate, but we don't necessarily, you have to have a certain context for understanding it. And having done this work for, uh, you know, well over a decade since Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura, that, uh, that show I was yeah. a co-host on, all the way through Buzzsaw, um, hosting Watching the Hawks on RT, um, I've been in the field of interviewing a lot of people. And so with Buzzsaw especially, we went out there, you know, we had, you know, people that talk about their experiences with Aliens, abductions, uh, secret space program, um, satanic, um, you, you know, satanic ritual, ritual abuse, things like this. So, you know, in order to give those that are not awake, let's say, to this reality, this deeper, this deeper truth that exists and has existed for centuries. I mean, this is not just modern tellings. You know, you go back to ancient lore. I mean, there's a reason Ancient Aliens is one of the most popular shows, you know, out there because this is not new. These, you know, there's a lot of evidence for for ancient mythologies and and. And whatnot. Right. So the point is that I want to give anyone who wasn't necessarily familiar with this realm, and those who are maybe like a sort of step by step docu series, six parts, each chapter, giving you like one red pill after another to deepen <laughs> this like this understanding of what the heck is going on, to make sense of it, to contextualize it, you know, to understand how, you know, an Epstein is like this. You know, we say Epstein is the tip of the iceberg when it comes to elites who are involved with pedophilia. Um, political compromise um, and potentially like satanic 
philosophies or definitely transhuman philosophies, transhuman being like this idea that, you know, they basically have beliefs in the idea of connect, of manipulating the human genetics, you know, essentially the, the human genome and um, altering the human in the long term. Wow. So this is what I wanted to do is give people like that sort of step by step, like, okay, so that you don't look at these guys as nut jobs anymore, or like, you know, Q is like a weird cult. It's like, no, this is just, these are the, these are the cases that we can point to and say, factually, there's, there's a lot going on here. And it does involve uh, this, I could call it the um, psychopath psychopathology, right, of our ruling mm -hmm. elites. Yeah, well, yeah. and you, when, when you go through this documentary, I mean, and like Ross said, I mean, you're every chapter, I and mean, there's six chapters in this documentary, and you, you know, one's called the beast, another's called mind control, another one's called the new world order, compromise, the blood ritual. Um, but what led you, what, what was the thing where it's like, you know what, I have to do a documentary on this. What was that one moment um, or that one conspiracy? They're like, I cannot hold this in. I need to get this information out. What was that moment for you that led you to this, to basically start this journey of the best kept secret? Yeah. So again, the, the journey starts in a way um, you could say it starts away when I first read David Icke's book, um, The Biggest Secret, right? And that was like still just coming out of high school, I think. Um, and then like that's that was like a, that was definitely a, an eye opener for me, kind of because I'd always, you know, it's like growing up as a kid, I, I was involved with movies like JFK. I'm acting in the film. I'm watching it as a kid. Yeah, and I'm understanding that. that there's like there's there's conspiracies and they're real. You know that this is just it's part of history. You study you, so you start to study history and you start to realize okay there's, you know there's all these different questions of power and black ops and you know how like the CIA is you know doing all kinds of nefarious things around the world right. This is just factual. You know overthrowing governments, rigging elections, uh, messing with economies. But the CIA itself is very much beholden to Wall Street. Like all the CIA directors essentially were lawyers for Wall Street or, you know, heads of, you know, banks and, you know, very connected to that financial crowd. So you start to realize like, okay, what is the real power in this world? And you start to go behind the scenes and then you get to that place of saying there's these interlocking, you know, again, these interlocking interests, family bloodlines, uh, dynastic wealth that just like trumps anything on the Forbes 500 list. Like they don't even count those guys anymore. Forbes uh -huh. 500 doesn't count the Rockefeller family and the, you know, the, the, uh, the Rothschild family. And these are just the, these are just the front men. It's so true. You're right. They don't. Right. Yeah. These are just the front men for like the deeper, you know, again, dynastic ruling elites. And, you know, I glimpsed it. I was, you know, I was at Oxford. I was at Princeton. I was, you know, I was at, I'd been around a bit of this world to know that it's there but it's not like I'm an insider in that way. There's a people right. oftentimes, you know, people think it's all black and white. They just think like, oh, you're, you know, you're working in Hollywood, you're part of the satanic agenda. And it's like, you know, maybe in some level, you could say it's, it's serving the matrix at some level, you know, this is this whole economy is serving the matrix, right? You know, the whole issuing of printing of money from a federal reserve private bank that loans it to the US government, right, is, is a matrix system. So you, the whole point is like you got to start to open your mind to start to see, well, how does this thing work? And so you ask like what led me to the, the best kept secret? It was to me, it was trying to give people an understanding. And this is I was I, I'd done Buzzsaw for many years throughout the 2010s, interviewing people on these topics. I'm like, I want people to understand we are being controlled. The human race is is like cattle in the eyes of the elite. OK, yeah. at, 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 and that's a nice way of putting it. 
So these things like human wow. trafficking go on have been going on. Slavery is, you know, it's an ancient form and it still exists. There's arguably more slaves in the world than ever in history. Um, you still have mind control going on. It didn't stop, you know, when MKUltra, which was a government project that the CIA was doing through multiple decades, it didn't just stop when they stopped officially doing MKUltra research, mind control research. It's in every aspect of our lives. The media is the greatest purveyor of mind controlled in history. There is wow. no, there is no force in history like media. Media is more powerful than, than emperors have been, you know, throughout time, you know, in terms of what they can influence, how they can spin stories, how they can, they can literally lie to you or give you misinformation that's, you know, officially sanctioned. So again, oh, well, media, that's what, that's what we've yeah. seen with this entire, with everything that's gone, gone down over the last year and a half of COVID and the lockdowns and now we're at the play. I mean, <laughs> me yeah. and Ross were talking about the last, the last podcast where you have the media now saying to lower your expectations when it comes to the supply chain or <laughs> to expect less. And, or you have the, the World Economic Forum putting out press releases that, you know, by 2030, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Like they are preparing us psychologically and mentally for what is to come. And the media, like you're saying, is they have more power than the emperors themselves because because they are the ones that are controlling, like, it's so crazy, like cattle. You're, mm -hmm. Dude, that is so crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah. So, so essentially, you know, we can talk about all those things. So essentially, it's like I wanted to give people a primer to say, okay, this is pretty much how the world is controlled. There are certain techniques that are involved in the, in the control, both physically and mentally. And the physical component will go to the genetic level. Transhumanism is, has been wow. talked about for decades this is really where the elite want to move things. They want people to be chipped. They want people to be literally electronically controlled, right? Why? What, what, what's, the, what's their goal? What's the goal of it at the end of it? What's the goal? So that they can just have complete control? That's the thing that they really want? Well, there's, there's, two, there's two things that you may have heard of. Like, how do you say? There's, there's a phrase you may have heard of when it comes to the elite. Like, and this has, been, this has been around for decades. They've been talking about this. Club of Rome back in the 70s was, was literally founded by some of these, you know, these old bloodline families and very wealthy people. And Club of Rome's whole thing was um, there's a limit to how, the carrying capacity of the earth. There's a limit to growth, how much we can grow economically. You can't have the whole planet with a middle-class lifestyle. A modern American middle-class lifestyle cannot be applied to the whole planet. We have to, population control became very popular. We literally had... Uh, you know, Kissinger writing documents out of the, when he was running the, running the secretary, you know, secretary of state and the national security council before that, but like literally running um, documents saying we need to check the population growth of countries around the world. So population control has two, two aspects of it. One is reduction of the, of the actual population, the actual growth of a population, right? And that's why you're seeing people think that, you know, again, <laughs> there's a lot of issues. They think the world's overpopulated, cities are overpopulated. The whole planet is not overpopulated. It's just cities are overpopulated. They're overcrowded. Right. So you get this crowding effect that makes people think that you're overpopulated. But you look at the whole planet and it actually needs population to actually do the big projects to actually, wow. you know, work the farmland or develop, you know, do, do actual like effective techniques of, of crop rotation, irrigation programs, uh, uh, essentially expansion of, of, of farmlands across the world. Like we should be focusing towards the future and towards feeding more people, the elites are focused on actually reducing the population. So population control has two things. One is reduction of the population. The other thing is population control, control the population. What is the easiest way, most effective way to control the population? 
it's at the level of, as I say, interfacing, connecting the human with robotics, with you know, what is called cybernetics back in the 50s, you know, essentially the steering of the human mind, seeing the human as a, as a biocomputer. This is just, this is literally where the scientific elite have, have, have foreseen it, where the whole computer revolution has, has, has is why, why is Bill Gates, who's one of the, you know, one of the front men for the computer revolution, why is he so interested in vaccination? Because vaccination is one of the most effective ways of starting to basically bypass the blood-brain barrier. Right. And what is it that, that happens with these vaccines? Well, sterilization has certainly been an aspect of, of some of their experiments with vaccinations. Um, wow. And then again, once you bypass the blood brain barrier, what else can come with it? What, other, what else can you use? So this whole question of like, is graphene oxide being used? Is that what's the glowing thing? Like luciferase, luciferase and graphene oxide both seem to be glowing. So why, what is the luciferase about? Luciferase is about tracing. So we know we, this, is, this is a fact, uh, Gates Foundation did experiments in Africa where they were injecting people and essentially uh, injecting luciferase with the vaccine so that you, could, you wouldn't see it to the naked eye, but if you had a computer or a cell phone or whatever, you could scan and be like, oh, you've been vaccinated. So that's a way of tagging people, like cattle. And then there's the graphene oxide, which is uh, basically Silicon Valley is very interested in it because the question is how graphene oxide can interface with EMFs, with rate, like basically EMF frequencies. So the question is, again, these are just, you know, this is just how, like, essentially, how do you want to manipulate and control the population and why? Because if you are trying graphene, to control the world, oxide, the world, are you, are you talking about the thing that they're using, that they use to clean the metal and the, and the scalpels and stuff like that, that graphene oxide, the same stuff that's on the tip of the uh, swab test and all that kind of stuff. Like it, that's, that's what you're talking about. That's, Does, yeah. And so Silicon Valley has been interested in graphene oxide for a while. Again, because the idea is figuring out how it can interface with EMF frequencies. And so that's why, for example, you've seen people like getting the shot and then having like magnets stuck to them. I did a test on someone I know that had the, um, the shot, stuck a yeah. magnet to her. It stuck right to her, right? Or people well, yeah, like we had, emitting, we had emitting Brittany, radiation. Uh, we had Brittany um, Britt Gamlet, Gamlet some, I forget her exact last name, and she was on our show. Um, our, on the podcast, not the, the Instagram live show, like three weeks ago, and she's had horrible. I mean, she was in the hospital for like a month after her getting her second dose. She got Moderna, and uh, she like literally it had, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And she had literally, she had like every th ten pieces of metal all stuck to her face, like I mean, all over her face. She had a really bad case. She just net recently got out of the hospital. Um, but I mean, so just what you're talking about, I've, I've even verified. I've seen that. I had a good friend. Two, two days ago, man, two days ago, have, having a beer with a friend, just got the shot because this person had to get it for their job and like I didn't, didn't want to give it up and, or, you know, just made that decision for, for him. And what ended up happening? I mean, he told me, he's like, dude, ever since then, my heart rate is just always pounding and I can't stop it. And I literally took off my watch and I checked my watch heart, my heart rate and it was 68, 69. I took off my watch and put it on his wrist, 105 just sitting there it's almost a jogging pace and he's a this person's fully healthy and so just to think like th these are real and so going back to like what you're saying with the media and how they've they're trying to control information like you if the media if i told this story you conspiracy theorists you're dumb they've gaslight light us to the, to the point where now even if I know someone personally, I'm a person that is a spreader of misinformation, and this is how they're they're getting this um, 
the, this the is main, how they're yeah, have pushing one particular view and that can't be challenged because yeah. everybody's afraid to be ostracized because if you speak out you look at the look at the mountain biker that was a professional mountain biker yeah right who's literally getting like harassed 24 7 because he can't ride a mountain bike anymore because he got the vaccine and he came yeah. out about it what are people dropping dead on fields and soccer fields you've seen the videos. yeah dude look at all what is it, over. sergio aguero or whatever but yeah it's nuts well so what's so tell me this what's your thoughts about the most hopeful thing about what you've seen so far that you're excited about what what are you hopeful for (laughs) i'm hopeful that people that people are starting to see you know it's like sometimes to answer your question why do they want control why do you want robots you know what you you basically want roboticized humans that don't question that don't that just obey that's our, that you know basically they do what they're told they produce what they are told to produce they consume what they're what you sell to them isn't that the ideal if you're if you're a ruler i mean isn't this right. what rulers have wanted for 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 centuries and all of a sudden right. you're confronted now with with a with the first united states of america the first country in history that basically said um we believe that the human is endowed by the creator by not by a government this is modern history, I should say. Maybe right. in ancient times this existed, but in the modern world, that said we believe that the human is created by uh, created by a creator in, in in the image of creation, like it says in the Bible, in the image of God, and no government gives us the rights. We give the government the rights. Right. What other country says that? Every country says the government gives me rights. Every other country says that you know the king, the whatever, the crown of England, you know the British crown wow. gives the parliament gives the nobles rights, and then the people get rights. America said, we, the human being created by God, yep. give the government rights. So well, ever and, since and, then, it's been a war against America. Well, and, the, and the government the, in our constitution is, is to secure our rights. And we've been talking about this in our constitution course. We, this, the, the constitution and the purpose of the federal government, which in the hierarchy of it all, it's us, the states, and then the actual federal government. But it's been flipped over the last you know, 10 to 20 years no, um, where no you since have, the Civil War, really. Or Yeah, yeah. You're right. It, it's, since it's the, Civil the, War. the Civil War basically made this, the idea of states' rights nasty. It was like, oh, that's a nasty idea, states' rights. They shouldn't have rights. Wow. No. states. It was actually 71, apparently 71, when they incorporated D.C. That's basically when you get the corporation that is the United States of America as, as the federal government domiciled in D.C., in this territory, right? Because previously, like I said, it was the United States, the states uniting to basically empower the executive to empower uh, the, the congressional branches, you know, all this. And um, yeah, since 71, essentially, you've just been seeing this sort of consolidation of more and more centralized power. And that's why you also get this, the, the centralized banking system, right? And what's, but what empowers the government of America to, to get into such debt to like $30 trillion or whatever we're at now is the people. We are, once the 14th Amendment made all uh, people in the America into citizens. So we became citizens of the government, which mm. essentially ter- turned our status into assets of the corporation. Wow. And that's why the corporation can go into such deep, deep debt because we, the assets, are backing it. Dang, dude. That's, I didn't even put that together, but that's, that's so true. So you have, okay, so you have this document. over my head a little bit, to be honest. I'll have to chew on that for a little while. Think about I'm it not- like this. You're the asset. We, the assets, are the ones, basically, we are the, we are backing, how do you say, we back the debt of the United States. We, the people, the taxpayers, citizens, so-called. Because a taxpayer, the in- idea of income tax is a violation of the Constitution. Right. Right. 
So they had to violate, how, how do you violate the constitution? We changed the status of the person because initially it was like the idea was the person basically uh, you get your, you know, your identity comes from your state wherein you're born or you live, right? So it shifted to this idea of a citizen of the United States of America, the United States of America is a corporation. So you are now property of the corporation. That's why you get a certificate of birth when you're born. That's what mm -hmm. cargo get, a certificate of birth when they arrive at a port. So you basically are now born as an asset of this corporation and all these 300 plus million people in America are the assets of this corporation and it uses us to basically guarantee its debts. Yeah, you're, basically you're saying the government determines our rights. It's shifted. Yeah, it's shifted sh from shifted. the idea that we give the government rights. Right. Right, of course. Know, so what's the hope? So who, who is there two or three people you're looking at that seem like they can actually do something about this? Is there entire groups that are making efforts that are successful? I'm looking at the Durham, the Durham arrests right yeah. now, and those are at least like, thank God, somebody's saying something about the nonsense that we all endured for those five years. Like, finally, you know, you're literally an election short and an entire brainwashing, you know, symphony late. You know, but like, like, you know, like, what can we even do now? But like, I'm, I'm looking at that and I'm going, well, this is at least hopeful that somebody's still allowing justice to go somewhere. So what, what's the thing that you're looking at and going, I'm putting my eggs in that basket besides the, besides the, we're all going to wake up and start caring more thing. Cause that's the only thing I can think of so far. I'm hoping you that, tell me something else. Well, again, I, I believe that there is this, you know, again, it's like we're in a civil war and there's really just two sides. There's the side that wants a total pervasive invasive government right there's and that's really what it is like there's there's no way you can tell me that this the idea of vaccination passports is anything but that and it's the precursor to much worse because once you surrender once you sit and, and that's why like i just sit there and go you're going to say your, your job is worth it because once they can tell you what to put into your body it is not your body anymore yeah that's what it boils down to just like people were sitting there screaming about, you know, oh, Harvey Weinstein wanted to put his little thing in me, you know, to keep my job. So now, Oof. you know, everyone's turned into a Harvey Weinstein uh, rape victim now, basically. Oh, wow. my company can rape me with, I'm sorry, medical rape. You're violating my, my body, the sovereignty of my body. So guess what comes next? Gradual, gradual roboticization process. It will be, it will be chipping. It will be, you know, you want to work here, you got to be chipped. It will be, you know, get the next booster, the next booster, the next booster, and how much that oh, will yeah. damage and you and your It'll be easy too. It'll be easy too because they'll because safety's the guise of it. You'll be they'll be able to say things like, "Hey, you need to sit here, and at, before you're allowed to get your booster, we just need to update you with the new things that we're doing in the country. It's a video game you're <laughs> going to play, so you have to interact with the way that you should interact with somebody to not be offensive. And then pretty soon, they're just going to go, uh, everybody be gay. And then once you're all weak, okay, nobody be gay anymore. And, uh, you know, and they, they kind of get what they wanted. Well, you know, they're just, they're just changing our minds about let's, everything. Dude. Let's go back to why, why that agenda is so important. Again, nothing to do with my, my, my opinions on people's pre sexual preference. Why is the agenda so important? Because there's no procreation, population, population yeah. control. There you go. So, uh, and then what is the next step as far as, you know, you're saying, once you can tell people what to put into their body, What's the next step? The next step is going to be social credit scores. Are yep. you compliant or not? It'll be then carbon credit scores. You know, are you, uh, you know, are you, is your carbon footprint too much? You know, you're traveling too much. Uh, you're ordering from Amazon that came 3000 miles. So now, you know, we have to give you an extra tax or, you know, we're going to cut off your credit supply or whatever it is because, you know, you're, you're using too much carbon. All these, if you understand, this will take a decade 
but it, it, it's already they've already they've already won once you submit to that thing of yes you can tell me what to do and well, the that's thing why is two, there's only two agendas before so there's either pervasive well, two, well, two invasive years, government or there's there's going back to states rights sovereign rights personal rights and freedom and saying no are you seeing are you seeing any hope in that sean are you seeing i do i see a lot of hope in states rights i see a lot of you know obviously people are resisting i mean you know you that's why they have to rig elections you know right. you, 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 the people don't they keep missing this fact you know, they want to talk about the election, like, first, like, it wasn't rigged. Like, November 3rd, Trump didn't win. And November 4th, overnight, they had to dump a whole bunch of ballots <laughs> to actually, you know, and then the 6th in the Pennsylvania. It took them three extra days in Pennsylvania to get there. Um, the point <laughs> is that November 3rd, Trump won, and he won by 75, 74 million votes, which is more than he got his first time. In fact, no other president got so many more votes on his second, yeah. on his second term. That's to yeah, me. That shows okay. We got seventy-four million people that that get it. That are on our side. That are at least that are at least semi-awake, if not fully awake, to what the heck's going on. We got a yeah. civil war in this country, and that's it's going to play out at the level of states. That's why you know Virginia's victory is so important. You know, obviously you're entrenched in places like Jersey, and you know they did. I guess inside the state senate, the state legislature, they actually got a big win. But the point is that like, yeah, you got these entrenched Democrat machines in the cities. But the cities will become hostile and dangerous. And honestly, who want to live in these cities as they start to shift to this roboticized structure? You're not going to want to live in that. You're going to basically going to want to be like closer to land, closer to nature, closer to the farm. So you're going to see like a real interesting battle coming. We talk about like supply chains and whatnot. Well, this is why, you know, when Trump was talking about like nationalism, economic nationalism, not being dependent on these foreign countries, this is this is the old American way. This is this is how we Come built on. this country. We didn't need to outsource all our all our technology, our, our machine tool sector, our you know production. We'd have to outsource it to China and to Vietnam and to Mexico and anywhere else. We did it here, and now you see why. Same with energy, you're seeing why. So it's up to people to say, wait a minute, we need to get a hold of this and bring it back to you know the community, to the local level, to the state level, to the national level, hopefully. But that's a bigger battle. But start. But we can we can we can more effectively win at the community and state level, I believe. Well, and everything that you're saying, if two years ago, you'd been like, oh, you know, you're a conspiracy theorist, you're crazy. <laughs> but now, now just in two years, it just, it just shows how far, how fast the critters have come out of the shadows <laughs> and revealed themselves. Because now everything you're saying, you're like, oh no, that, that totally makes sense. Because I remember a year and a half ago, people were calling me crazy. I'm like, I'm telling you, they're going to mandate and require this vaccine. Yep. And then they're going to require you to have a, uh, a QR code to get in to have a coffee or a, a, a New York pizza right now. I'm like, oh, that'll never happen. Ross, me and Ross have been saying this literally for like a year and a half. I remember when Chris Guy from Canada, he was all, we, we were all saying it. And everyone said that would never happen. Jordan, you, you're overreacting. This is about health. And now in just a year and a half, when you're talking about, I mean, what you're, what, I mean, the whole, this whole new world order and how the mind control and population control, it all makes sense now. Yeah. It, it, it's right there and it's right in front of us. So, I, I mean, I want to I do want to get, there's so much we can talk about hope. <laughs> Honestly, there really is. There's a lot to be hope and hope about in, in my personal opinion. We see that in just poll numbers and across Australia, what's happening right now, 120,000 Aussies coming out into the streets over the last week. They're finally waking up. It's happening. There's people are waking up, call it the great awakening, call it whatever the hell you want. All I know is well, people. Well, it is. I mean, I guess I might as well not, might as well not hate it too much. We're living in the most 
it'll either be the battle of all time where we'll go and fight the machine and we'll learn to never let the machine get back up again and then something else will happen that could bring about the apocalypse or the end of time so to speak or this is going to get so bad that it makes sense that everybody starts going god come back and then that happens you know which i don't don't know which way it's going to flow the bible makes room for both if you believe in the bible i do um but so, it, yeah, that's interesting because well, this I mean, is you the know, biggest you know, battle the, of all time. Well, and you know what in the Bible it says? The spirit and the bride, like, they will say come. And I remember growing up, I was like, no, God, don't come back yet. I want to be married. I want to have a family. I want to live my life. But now I'm like, God, you are literally the only hope with what's the shit is going down right now. Like, come back, save this planet because we're going to shit right now. But there is True. hope. But before we get there, though, Sean, or so, I mean, you have, I'm looking at these chapters from your documentary. I mean, the beast, mind control, the new world order, the blood ritual. And I'm guessing you go in depth and you break these things down. I mean, when I, even when I just read mind control, I mean, I'm looking at a tweet from last week where you have two moms taking their eight-year-old child, they're screaming and crying, going to get them vaccinated with a drug with no long-term studies. And they... They're, well, they have a less have chance. Studies. We should have short-term studies. The yeah. Short-term studies is kids aren't dying from COVID, and and yet we've got uh, look up. You know what is it? Google um, sudden death and look how many just teenagers. Honestly, sadly enough, you know are dropping. Well, yeah, and, and people, are, you have a higher chance of dying from the seasonal flu than this freaking COVID bullshit. Sorry, I'm in a cursing mode today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really curse, but um, but from what you found in your documentary, what are two, three conspiracies that people would say are conspiracies um, where now I think our badge of honor is being a conspiracy theorist because they're all dang coming true. But what are two or three front stories or that, you know, from this documentary that you would you can kind of let give us some insight in that would. Yeah, so we, we can look forward that would to make us go. Oh, I want to got to watch this. Thank you. um ah, man i don't know i mean we get we get into we get into just so many different aspects that you've kind of just got to watch it to experience it but we start with um things like the franklin scandal which uh many people probably never heard of but this was essentially you know before epstein back in the 80s there was a a pedophile ring that was uh lawrence king was that time that one of the heads of the rnc you know was basically trafficking these uh young mostly boys um, you know, for across the country to DC and they were uh, pimping them to various, you know, prominent politicians and, you know, businessmen were involved, focused out of Franklin, Nebraska or centered there, but, you know, the kids were trafficked all over the place. And um, this was, you know, this was exposed. This was, you know, this involved Satanism and really dark stuff, murdering of babies and all the things that you hear about, you know, when it comes to like Pizzagate and, and that's why when, you know, when these things broke, I'm like, yeah, if you know Franklin scandal, if you, you know, these things are not so wacky, you know, was Franklin scandal, the one that Clinton shut down the re- the investigation of or something. Clinton personally, I don't know if he was involved in shutting it down. What happened was, um, the lead investigator in Nebraska that was appointed, his plane, uh, broke up in the sky when he basically ah. was like, he had some evidence and he was on to, he was on to things. So his plane, his plane just disintegrated. And then um, thereafter, John DeCamp really was a great uh, champion for the kids. He did a great book called The Franklin Cover-Up. His work was followed by Nick Bryant, who's a good researcher, who did The Franklin Scandal. 
And um, where, where, which, and is this in the movie? This is in chapter one. So chapter this really one. is just like an introduction to the beast system, as I call it, like a beast system of basically like the interface of, of politics and business and finance and just how dark it gets as far as, you know, their interests and their, their, their psychology and their belief systems. So what, you know, what is it ultimately, if that doesn't intrigue you to want to watch, you know, not only the first episode, but get into the whole series, um, then, you know, this is not, this is not the experience for you. Well, could I ask you, I would love to ask you one question then. So with this whole, I mean, what you're talking about, do you I mean a lot, big topic right now that me and Ross talk about all the time and a lot of people on our Instagram lives, Donald Trump, like Trump is the creator of Operation Warp Speed. Um, you know, he is a part of this big plan to depopulate the, the planet or he's a part of this big plan uh, to get the whole planet vaccinated, whatever. I mean, where where is your with everything that, you know, with the deep state and the CIA and Bill Gates and the Epstein's and all of that stuff, where do you kind of, where have you fitted Trump in the midst of all of this? I don't think Trump is necessarily in, in on the depopulation agenda. I don't believe that um, that's his psychology. I think that what he, what his, his approach was, was this, is this, is he's the executive of the, uh, the CEO of the corporation in the United States. He understands that big pharma is basically like the military industrial complex. You, have to be very careful how you take it on. So when he signs, in fact, uh, David Martin talked about this recently, that there's an executive order that he signed basically to, um, it was before the pandemic, obviously, you know, this stuff was staged, right? A pandemic. Right. So it was back in, I think it was September of 2019. He signs this executive order, basically to expedite the, uh, the, the work, the research into the mRNA technology vaccinations um, for flus and, you know, coronaviruses and all that stuff. So. And do you think um, Trump knows that he, like he's a part of this plan? No, because he because they used it to destabilize him. I mean, nothing. Basically, the thing is this: two impeachments, which were just you know complete nonsense, right? To destabilize yeah. anything that he was trying to do as the administrator, and then as soon as you know all that settles, you have the economy is strong, you know, stronger than it's been in years. Arguably, you know, one of the strongest economies ever, lowest unemployment. Yeah, yeah. It's like really good. Like there's no way you're going to beat this guy. So the only thing to shut down the economy is the pandemic at that point. Wow. And uh, that's what it did. It destabilized him by shutting down the economy. Um, obviously, they do everything they can to make him look like a buffoon. You know, oh, he's killing everybody because, you know, he's not making them wear masks or some some stupid thing like that. And then <laughs> um, then the whole mail-in voting. Mail -in voting. Because without mail-in voting, you can't rig it this easily. It ha you know, mail-in voting all of a sudden where, you know, you get 100% turnout in these, in these counties, these Democrat counties, 90% what, 90 to 100% turnout? Like, yeah. really? Never. That doesn't happen. I'm sorry. I've, been, I've, lived, I've lived on this earth long enough to know people are not all of a sudden politically charged in 2020 because they've been sitting there watching CNN. They hate Trump yeah. so much that everyone's going to go out there and a 30, vote. There's always a 30, 40% of people that just don't give a rip. Well, in That's certain it. counties, it was like 125% turning <laughs> rate. Yeah, I mean, what do, you do with, what do you do with that? God, I mean, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, it's so rigged that you kind of sit there and go, yeah, I mean, how do you even build a case because the whole thing is so rigged that's just like, where do you start? Is yeah, where point, do you want right? me to start at? You, know, you guys, he won on November yeah. 3rd. How about we start there exactly. and then you guys explain what happened afterwards. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's a joke. So, um, so, what, so, so what, what is something that you've seen, Sean, that's made you go, my God, this is way more sick, way more evil and way more 
prominent than anybody knows about? What's the thing that made you go, holy crap, this is, I have the actual cloak of Jesus from the tomb. I can prove it's a real thing. What's the most concrete proof that you can give to listeners right now that are going, I don't know about that conspiracy stuff about like the blood rituals and the Satanism and stuff like that. Yeah. What's the best little nugget of tangible evidence you could give people? Um, and see, that's the thing. It's like, where do you most, start? Most, I know. It's not, you know, tangible. And this is where people have to come back to them, their senses. The work that I've been doing, you know, really for, for again, for over a decade, the work I've been doing is on the psycho-spiritual front. That means to remind people that you have intuition, you have common sense. This system is designed to disempower you, to take away your ability to have common sense, to make you really think like, you know, um, yes, you know, whatever, you know, whatever the media tells me to do, I must follow. Whatever Fauci tells me, I must follow. That's disempowering your sense of, wait a minute, 99.9% survival rate for, you know, we've all, we've pretty much all been, a, at this point, we've all been, you know, exposed to it. I mean, the CDC finally admitted that it was well over 140 million. It's like almost half the population that they've, they acknowledge has been exposed and overcome COVID. So it's like, so wait a minute, all this nonsense is like, you know, uh, we don't know how many people have been exposed and it's a small amount. It's like all that is but your common sense knew that. Your common right. sense is like, let me breathe. No, not, not to, to put on a mask to actually like stifle my breath and breathe my own bacteria. Right. But the point is, I, you know, this is the thing you can't tell. There's no tangible like here's the document that shows the protocols of Zion that this is all a conspiracy. This is not like that. This is can you actually trust your intuition, your common sense to say this is so dark and so evil that Yes, in my inner knowing, it is, it, it, there is a conspiracy. And in my inner knowing, this is a spiritual war. And in my inner knowing, yes, the fallen angels and all that is real. Yeah. And I mean, I could sit here and tell you about experiences, but ultimately it's just me sounding like a nut job. Or do you actually trust your inner knowing to say, yeah, there's a lot more on this planet than, than I find on my you know, evening news? Oh, yeah. No, dude, I've, I've experienced, I mean, personally... Um, I mean, and uh, Ross, we, we both have, I'm sure. I mean, I've experienced where I've watched demons come out of people, and I've even prayed for people. And, you know, when we talk, when you read, and I don't know your, your faith, uh, Sean, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer. I love Jesus. I believe that, that Jesus is, uh, I mean, there's power in his name. And I've, I've seen the way that spirits, they turn and they, they um, yeah, they, they manifest itself at that name and, it's it's crazy, and there's something bigger than us, and I think we all know that because yeah, there's definitely something bigger. There's definitely, I mean, that's I think that's a if you're if everybody in their life experiences a miracle at some point, and you have the opportunity, I think, to look up at the stars and go, something's bigger than me. Yeah, of course. You know, that's like a pretty a pretty common thing. But I think I think if I was looking at it and going, what's the most concrete thing that I can give to somebody that would make them care about it uh, is. Uh, if you really want to know, look up uh, Jeffrey Epstein's patent. That's a good one. Look up Jeffrey Epstein's patents and look up Keith Rainier's patents. Both of them, uh, the Nixum or uh, Nexium, whatever the heck they called it, the, the Nixum uh, files with Keith Rainier. You can look up how to decipher or how to rehabilitate a Luciferian. He's got an entire pat patent on Google that you can look into right now. That is Google. It's evidence. It's truth that he was looking yeah. into some weird shit. And it's all about how do you mind control people and, and basically how do you put the right kind of input in and get the right kind of output out. And it's got diagrams to boot. It's got pictures of how you do it in front of a person. And they're like fingers are all wired up and everything. So it's like they're doing weird stuff, guys. They're doing <laughs> weird stuff. 
<laughs> oh, and you got I didn't know about Jeffrey Epstein's patents. Oh, yeah, there you go. I mean, I, I, Ross, did you hear that? No, what'd you say? He well, said I, he I didn't, didn't know. Yeah, go ahead. I said I didn't know about Jeffrey Epstein's patents. What are well, they? That, that, that was Keith Rainier's patents. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein's I don't know if it was his patents or if it was the, the scientist that he was working with before he went into jail's patents that were doing cloning work. Uh, they were doing a lot of cloning work or whatever. And a lot of people su suspect that Jeffrey Epstein has been cloned already or something. And I don't know. I don't know anything about the cloning world. Yeah, that's been around for a long time. I, I definitely have my suspicions that cloning is real. Um, but again, can I prove it? No. Right. I just, you know, again, I go with my intuition and my, my inner knowing. And that's what people need to do if they want to survive in this world. That's really what I can. That's the best I can offer. If you don't get in touch with your intuition, your inner knowing, you're not going to survive this coming phase. This coming phase. I I completely agree. So okay. Wait. So, so why don't you explain that? What do you mean? Are you saying there's some there's a subjective voice that's internal that teaches you a little bit of an of discernment that you can go, I can dis differentiate between when a ty when a tyrant is attempting to control me versus when I'm allowed to have free thought. Or are you saying compare what's happening to basic goodness of humans and evaluate from there? What are you saying by get your intuition? Because some people are retarded. And they have no intuition. So <laughs> well, they, help, they, help no. those people. If, if no, someone has no intuition, then I would say that they're not, they're not souls. They're not human souls. They're basically uh, just Cattle. N, you know, NPCs, <laughs> non-player non character, right? <laughs> Anyone with a soul has intuition um, because that's our connection to God is our intuition. It's our connection to source. That source has never left us. We are made in the image of God. So there's no That's way good. you can completely disconnect someone from that. But what they do their best to try to make you is to indoctrinate you from, you know, the time that you're born, basically with uh, programming. Again, talk about media, talk about education systems, our school systems, you know, sit there quietly with your hands folded at the desk and listen and just listen passively to the teacher tell you about the world. Um, so a lot of these things are designed to disempower. That's why you know, it's very difficult for people to break out of that programming. It's very difficult for them to stand into their own inner authenticity and authority and say, wait a minute, I'm connected to, to the creator, which gave birth to all of this. So that means that I'm a reflection of it and no one has power over me. That's mm. a whole other way of thinking about it. Now we, you know, how do you say, people want to say, oh, that's individualism. Oh, you're, you know, we have to get into this whole new way of seeing the world, which is conformist. And, it's, you know, it's all about solidarity. Well, you can find solidarity, but you don't, how do you say, the difference is between communism and communality. And that's where, you know, all these people get it wrong. Communism is, is an ordered thing. Communality is saying, I have my sense of sovereignty and boundaries and my private, you know, my body is my private space. I have objects that I can claim as mine, energetically tied to me. And, and then I can share, you know, I can share of myself, I can share of my things when I choose to with my sense of sovereignty. Right. This is where we need to go. And that what they want to take us to, because they're hijacking a collective experience of us becoming more globally minded, more globally connected, and taking that into, you must all obey the hive mind. And this That's is what's so dangerous about what's happening. Is that they like I said they're taking communality into communism? Yeah, and all I mean again, I, I think the the best way to really look at it is when you hear when we hear the discussions about tyranny or authoritarianism or tyrants or you know these dictators, you know Ross, who is who is the author that Thomas Sowell is like compared to what like any and when when something when when you're talking about a certain topic or discussion or someone says you're a white supremacist or you're a dictator it's okay hold on compared to what 
And if you look at history and you look at the way that Mao and you look at the way that Castro and um, I mean, even what's happening right now in North Korea and China, and you see how they run their countries, you can start to see a similar comparison of the way that the way that they run it. Um, obviously, Hitler, too, in, in the 1930s and 40s. And um, I mean, history to, is our guide. History is our guide. And that's why when you when you just go back and you look at history and you see the comparisons of right now, I mean, even back in, you know, back in the Civil War days, I mean, you had a bathroom for blacks and you had a bathroom for whites. And now we're seeing, I saw a picture in Los Angeles yet two, three days ago on Twitter, and they had a bathroom for the vaccinated and a bathroom for the unvaccinated. It's compliant versus non-compliant. We might as well change yes. the words. It's, we have, How we have, did we, we have get here? We have separation between compliant yeah. and non-compliant. And all they have to do now is to make the non-compliant pin significantly worse and then eventually to get rid of them. That's yeah. really all they have to do. Yeah. Well, honestly, I'll be honest with you. Maybe we're, maybe we're being spared the, uh, un, the vaccinated shedding their spike proteins when we sit on the <laughs> toilets. So maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straight it's, up. It's, it's, <laughs> hey, that, that it's, it's cra- it is crazy to think that we are – I mean, all it took was a year and a half. And I say this all the time. And, you know, we've, we have gone from they – to, they told us two weeks to slow the spread. Just two weeks to slow the spread. This is about health. And now we're telling well, no. people – it took. It didn't take two, one and a half years. It took actually generations. It's been, as we know, this is a this is a new world order thing. This has been around for decades. This is you talk about the empires. The British Empire are the most dangerous in all, of all. This is what people don't get. This is why I wrote my book about them. The British Empire is what gave you socialism and communism. They still are socialists. The, and we'll break that the down. The progressive if you can. <laughs> thing is a, is a Fabian socialist, which is a slow, slow, gradual uh, m- m- march towards socialism. The British Empire never died. The Queen is still, you know, still a crown that sits over, you know, that sits over the, the government of England. Um, there's so many things to get into when it comes to the British Empire. But what I'm trying to get at is the British essentially create divide and conquer strategies. And they have been working to infiltrate and destroy America uh, since, you could say, since 1776. They invaded wow. us thereafter, don't forget, in 1812, burned the White House. Um, they co-opted us to basically become their ally in this weird special relationship, but it's essentially a co-optation. Um, there's so many things I could get into when it comes to the British Empire, but just in terms of what you were saying, you know. Well, again, I didn't even know that they burned the White House in 1812. <laughs> I'm like writing yeah, this down. Yeah. Uh, but like just to get back to what you, but to get to the essential idea that, and by the way, during the Civil War, they were the ones uh, helping the South to secede. They were actually... Uh, thinking about sending, sending troops. They wow, were definitely wow. uh, sending supplies. The Southern Confederate, uh, didn't um, the president flee there? A few of the Confederates fled yeah. to England after the war. So Britain is the heart of, this is, they are the agents of chaos. These are the biggest deceivers on the planet, man. These guys speak with forked tongues. Um, remember there was a book of a few written a few years ago just about um, Londonistan, about how they har- harbor so many terror groups out, out of London. Um, the British are, 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 are very dangerous in this whole thing. But just to get to your point about like how we were able to get to this place of uh, vaccinated versus unvaccinated, it's identity politics. This identity politics game got moved slowly, slowly, gradually. Identity politics became the new form of, of social, uh, class warfare, right? It was like it used to be class warfare. Now it's identity politics or race. You know, it's a racist. America's a racist country. America's a sexist, a homophobic country. All these things to sort of to slowly, step by step, move people into this idea of you have to be inclusive. You have to be, um, you know, pro-LGBTQ, pro-BLM, uh, uh, 
pro, right. uh, you name it, like all these different you know, things. And now it's like, well, now you have to identify your vaccine status because it's still identity politics, right? So that's how they've shifted this. And if you're not inclusive, you're not, they say you have to, you know, if you're not part of the vaccination status, you're not part of the, you, you haven't joined the club. Just like you had to join the club on BLM. You had to put your, you know, your, 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 your whatever, your Instagram had to be black that day or whatever it was, like all these yeah. things that they've done to control the minds of these, you know. Of, right, of with guilt and shame and, and fear and, you know. And so yeah, they use every every tool in the trade, bro. As a salesman, it was genius to watch the last two years of them moving the goalpost and doing it so quickly. Mm -hmm. And then why is the ultimate, the ultimate goal is the Constitution. The ultimate goal is to destroy a Constitution and Declaration of Independence. That's why that's the ultimate target, is to get the psychology of the American people to get to a place where, America's a racist country, like the New York Times, uh, what is it, 1619 Project or whatever that is, mm -hmm. says that America's a racist country, and it's, it's the worst country on the planet, just like Trump was the worst president in history. And now, once you get to that place, then you can totally destroy the Constitution. Then you can shred it. It's done. Bad document. Oh. Bad idea. You'll see. So that, yeah, that's that, where they're that's going. That's the end goal. That's, that's not the end goal. Once they've achieved that, then they can do what they want because America is the only thing standing between them. Our constitutional rights to weapons, Second Amendment, our constitutional right to say we, the people, give the government the power. Which Even is on trial right being, now with Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> well, didn't he, didn't he prevail? Oh, is that, did that, uh, did that happen? I don't know why. I thought, I thought it was, I thought, I thought I it was the, already. I think there's jury deliberations right yeah. now. Mm. Yeah, but of course, you know, it's like, it's so perverse how, um, how, how people like talk about, um, God, these celebs in Hollywood, you know, who hate Rittenhouse, right? Right. And Dave Bautista is out there, you know, fuck that kid. Dave Bautista, right. who defended the pedophile filmmaker of Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Do you remember this? Yeah. And he was, you know, who's literally had, I don't know, dozens, hundreds of tweets about you know pedophilia, pedophilic ideas, jokes, ha ha ha. Disney fired him. Bautista was like, "I won't yeah. work unless James Gunn is hired." And of course, he's brought back. You brought him back. And yet now Bautista is saying this guy Rittenhouse is fuck that kid. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's that's, that's, a, that's an interesting person to watch. So interesting. Mm. Well, we're reaching fifty minutes right now. Um, before we before we end this thing, I mean, first of all, we'll, I'll definitely want to get your information about, you know, where they can find your documentary. But before that, give us your, give us your, um, what does the next two years look like with based off what you're seeing then with, with what the deep state's trying to do or the world players, the elites, these COVID passports. I mean, I, I think that there's basically there's a fork in the road that's coming where. One, we can have one, one side is freedom and the other side is compliance and us not really using our voice enough. I mean, where, do, where do you think, and we can talk specifically America because America, or I mean, or you can really say whatever, but where do you think we go from here? What's, what's the next two years look like? I mean, I know you talked about social credit score. You even talked about, you know, our, our the getting chipped and possibly our carbon score, all these different things that could potentially happen if we do not, be, do not use our voice. Um, what, yeah, what, what, what's your opinion on what the next two years look like? 
the next two years, uh, I it's just going to get chaotic. I think it's going to be more and more like the civil war is here. It's happening. Um, you know, it's, it's playing out. And essentially, it's like people are just choosing their side. They're basically saying, do I want a, a pervasive, invasive government? Or do I want uh, more, you know, more personal freedom and liberty and everything that's promised in our Constitution? I want to preserve the Constitution. That's where this is going. So, it, the, you know, the choices are being made. People are relocating. They're fleeing. You know, they're coming to Florida by the droves. They <laughs> they're, they you are. know, they're going to, I think it's just going to get more hectic. You're going to see, you know, is this supply chain thing gets more dramatic for people. The, the prices, everything becomes more real. They're going to say, wait, do I want to live in these uh, Democrat cities anymore? Do I want to live in apartheid or do I want to have my freedom? And hopefully yeah. we see redistribution of population away from uh, away from these, uh, you know, blue zones. Or well, we're winning the conversation, man. We really are. And uh, that's why I think it's so important for, for guys like you in the media. And, you know, you're, you're working in film and you got your documentary happening um, real quick. I mean, let's plug in the documentary because, again, there's six chapters in this documentary uh, called The Best kept secret what chapter one is on the beast number two is on mind control number three is on the the compromise of the elites and i'm guessing hollywood number four is on the new world order um and number five is on the blood rituals and number six is on aliens which is a very i'm really interested to archons. Well, i can't yeah, archons, are, archons are spiritual archons. beings you know people you know reptilians and and grays have both been described by the ancients as being archons you know so however you want to describe, you know, what is alien to yeah. this world? Or, yeah, archons. Demons would be alien to this world too, right? True. Angels too. Angel, yeah, exactly. Uh, so where can people check out this documentary? Yeah, so it's on uh, iconic.com, which is David Icke's uh, website, uh, 107daily.com, or you can buy it on Vimeo On Demand or Brighton. Amazing. And then for people to follow you on social media, Instagram. Yeah, the best is to get me on uh, seanstone.info, my website. Okay. People check out my work there and contact me directly. And then, you know, on, I'm on uh, Instagram at the real Sean Stone. I guess we're going to do an Instagram together too. And, uh, yep. um, watching Sean on Twitter and, uh, LinkedIn and all that stuff. Telegram out of channel. I love it. Ross DeVos, you got anything before we end this thing no, out? I mean, yeah, I've got five hours of stuff I want to talk about right now <laughs> give, to give, just kind of go back and forth about a lot of different things. So, right. yeah. Give, give the questions cause we're, we're going to do uh, Wednesday yeah. night with Jordan, I guess. So, uh, are you going to be on as well? I might be. I might be. That'd I got be cool. a dinner that night, but I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna try. That'd be cool because we could. Um, yeah. We could go deeper into any of the other topics. You know, basically, start. Where, you know, take take what we did here and keep going, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. If you're if you're listening to this right now, it's probably Friday, so the live would have just happened. You know, one or two days ago. So you can go to our Rumble. You can go to our you mean Instagram. It's Wednesday. Uh, well, no, this one's coming out Friday, so oh. it, it'll be a couple days by now, and you can go and check it out on our Rumble where you can watch the entire thing, because if you liked what we talked about here, we're going to go way more in depth um, when we go live on Instagram on Wednesday night. But anyways, everyone, thank you for listening. Don't forget to go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com. We have our new Constitution Simplified book. We're giving it away absolutely for free. All you got to do is go to our Instagram I mean, or go to our website, or you can click the link in our description for this podcast right now. Click it. We'll send you the ebook for free. It's about 18 pages, breaking down the Constitution in a very simple, modern way for you to understand so that you can know your rights. Because right now, this is one of the most important things to know. We just talked about this with Sean and Ross, that this is what they're after. They're after to, to destroy the Constitution itself, and they, the way that they do that is by us in our silence and not in compliance 
because we do not know our rights. So uh, go to our website, speaktruthwithoutfear.com, put in your email, we'll send it to you for absolutely for free. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. <laughs>